Hello, I'm Jill Marie, and I'm founder of the Serenity Vibration Healing and Enlightenment Technique, and this is the second segment in our four-part Enlightenment series. The topic of today's broadcast is Anchoring to Your Sacred Path and Purpose. Now before we begin, let us invite our most blessed Creator to join us, along with all of the angels and masters of light that are assisting each of us in our sacred journey of remembering. We'll ask Archangel Michael to create a web of love by connecting a thread of light to the heart of each of us that is listening to this telecast, regardless of the time that we're tuning in, so that while we're individually anchoring to our sacred purpose, we're also supporting the collective plan of the Creator in this world's transformational time. Thank you. Now, in our first segment in this series, we travel to the Hall of Records, and we worked in harmony with the planner and the creator to release outdated soul contracts that were aligned with the old paradigms that we have gracefully shifted from. Now, when you and your soul received the soul contracts that support the new golden age of light, you defined your choices for easy, graceful, purposeful paths that will propel you forward on your destiny of heightened states of awareness that will ultimately lead you to the next phases of your perfection as an ascended master. This was a mastery choice. Anchoring to those paths will further your alliance with the soul in the journey ahead that will lead you to the culmination of your divine purpose and the next phases of your master awareness. Anchoring firmly to your sacred path and purpose will open up a gateway of energy that can be directed to support your exponential expansion. When you anchor to anything, you're really making a firm commitment. When one is truly dedicated to their sacred path and purpose, indecisiveness ceases to exist. In fact, your conscious thoughts begin to expediently reform all creation energy that's in opposition to the blissful completion of your plan. Today we're going to dedicate our reformatting sequence to assist you to release the third dimensional verbiage that went along with the old paradigms that were part of those mentalities. We're going to empower the Creator to build a new foundation of assuredness and allegiance that will sustain you throughout the next phases of your mastery that are leading you to your moments of glory, when you will step onto the bridge of light and ascend to the next plane of existence, where you will spend the next thousand years perfecting your sacred self among the masters of every realm in a space of neutral duality that will foster your expansion. The first step in any successful journey is to plan it out. Now, I don't mean to say that we all need to plan out every step of the journey because the paths leading to the remembering of your mastery are already aligned. You were part of the sacred imprinting of them in the book in your previous segment of this Enlightenment series. Those new contracts and soul agreements are your outline. What I'm referring to is your actual conceptualization of the journey. If you can envision something, you can bring it into formation with your conscious choices that will surely follow. So, the key element is to be able to imagine what you believe mastery looks like and then perceive yourself embracing those principles. When you can imagine or perceive yourself as a great master, then you can see or imagine the paths leading to that reality. And you can see the journey as a progression as well. Then your development can be viewed as an evolution to higher consciousness, which is what our journeys are designed to be. That way we can be neutral about our perceived missteps and instead of judging ourselves as unworthy of the title of master because of them, we can celebrate our experiences and also see them as foundations that support further awareness. 
we're evolving within every choice. And many times we learn what we really, really want or really desire by what we don't want or don't desire. Recognition and change that's sponsored by choices that are part of a discernment are all part of the grand learning curve in our incarnation. For instance, I learned early on that I prefer to drive my car with plenty of gas in the tank. In an old paradigm, I found out that when I drove around with less than a quarter of a tank of gas, that invariably I would find myself looking for gas later on when it was very necessary rather than just convenient to get some. I recognized the limiting pattern I was fostering drama with and made a change. By choosing to begin looking for a gas station when it was convenient for me, whenever I noticed that my tank was below half full. Because I made the choice to always drive with a minimum of a half of a tank of gas, I changed the pattern that supported an outcome of inconvenience and drama to one of empowerment and convenience. Now, this example of learning from my experience would be the same if I was choosing to only be in awning relationships or selecting modes of transportation, restaurants to frequent, even what kinds of plants to put into my flower pots, which could be based on information I may have heard about, the plant's hardiness, uh, their floral scents, or how many bees they might attract. Learning, choosing, and experience is the reason we choose to incarnate. And no matter how mundane the experiences might seem, all masters that have come here before us move through the same or similar instances of detection, selection, and, of course, choice, which fuels the outcome. No matter how many times these masters that came before us may have tripped and fallen in their progression, ultimately they attained the mastery that shifted them to each level of consciousness that assured that they reached the glorious moment of their ascension. And we have several models of embodied humans that attain mastery while walking among the peoples of this world. Two of these that are very commonly known are Siddhartha Buddha and Jesus. I use these two ascended masters as my examples because each of them lived and loved and struggled before the grand day of their ascensions. Siddhartha Buddha walked away from his worldly position, along with his wife and his children, in search of enlightenment, and as a result of his journey, he inspired millions. Did you notice that I said, as a result of his journey? Buddha and all Buddhas that have come after him have been revered for their wisdom and their practical applications of principles that led them and have led others to heightened states of awareness and elevated consciousness. In essence, Siddhartha and the other Buddhas were first human beings like you and I. Throughout their progression to mastery, they stimulated a transformational shift of their physicality by elevating their vibration and light quotient to such an extent that the particles of their being reformed. They reformed into light. The subatomic particles that we are all comprised of have defining elements locked within them that are more brilliant than our own sun. And each of these elements within the particles of our own being is powerful enough to create a cosmos. When Siddhartha Buddha and those masters that followed him to their ascension and transitioned into light, they ceased to be grounded to this earth. They became ever-present everywhere, and their consciousness joined those that had ascended before them to begin a grand new journey of further expansion. In fact, they are even now continuing their journey to heightened states of purity within their enlightenment. Within that progression, they are capable of materializing within the grand illusion to reflect an image of embodiment in order to assist us to reach the next steps in our evolution to higher consciousness. 
You know, we live in another time and age than when Siddhartha Buddha experienced his journey. And though his progression may have been challenging, we too are met by many opportunities to rise above the elements of our environment. We live in a time when mortgages, credit card payments, and car payments are commonplace. In this day and age, Siddhartha Buddha would be considered a deadbeat dad. He walked away from his wife and children, and he spent the better part of his mastery path in meditation and deep contemplation. His needs were met by the generosity of others. You know, in our timeline, we're accustomed to a morning shower, toothpaste, underarm deodorant, meals whenever we're inclined to eat. You know, if anyone was to ask me where food comes from, my automatic response is restaurants. But our beloved Buddha, he ate when people offered him food. In fact, if his same lifestyle choices were made in this timeline, he would be considered a homeless person. He might be considered antisocial and an outcast, and his wisdom only be heard by those warming themselves beside maybe a burning trash can in a shipyard or under a bridge. Sometimes I wonder how many of those blessed beings are really great masters walking silently among us, whose wisdom is unheard because they have no mortgage and no toothbrush and no morning shower. Because Buddha was recognized as a master and his teachings were passed on to us, we look at him as our teacher and our mentor, and though we know that he did have struggles in his journey, we hold on to the image of him as the ascended one in his mastered state. This is how we can envision ourselves. Imagine yourself now as an ascended master, as ascended, moving through the wholeness of everything as a conscious higher being that's held by no boundaries or physical barriers. You can envision this because you're a facet of the oneness of all that is. So imagine that you're everything and breathe in the image of that wonder because even now in your evolving state, this is the truth of you. Now I'd like you to initiate the trigger for ancient breathing by thinking ancient breathing and begin to breathe out to the all and the everything. And as you do, identify with everything you touch. And soon you will not only feel the unity, you'll know it with every fiber of your being. You're anchoring to your sacred paths and purpose today. And in this simple action, you're also aligning to the moment when you were enlightened. And every facet of your physical being will transition to the light body that will carry you to the next phase of your perfection. Everything is happening at once. You've already attained mastery. It's already happened. So see yourself as a light being and hold that vision before you. Because that's truly your only reality. Let yourself hold that image in formation on an imaginary movie screen as we've done before in other anchorings of reality and continue to hold the image of this mastered state in that space as if you have your eye to a telescope and the master image that you see is the only reality that exists. Now, every thought, word, and experience that occurs from right now until you actually reach that mastered state that is reflected on the screen can be viewed exactly as they are, just steps of the journey on your evolution to higher consciousness. All the steps you take between now and the glorious moment of your ascension into light or your enlightenment are just steps. When you hold the vision of the truth of you as the only reality, it will become the only reality that exists. That way, if there is a learning curve along the way, you'll remember that it is just a bump in the road and you'll no define yourself by that experience. Instead, you will think, hmm, 
I'm sure glad to discover that seat of imbalance so I could clear it. And clear it you will, because anything obstructing the vision of your divine truth and the master self that is on that screen is an illusion and just a barrier that's placed on your road to home. Once it's moved aside, you'll speed forward and anchor even firmer to your sacred path of purpose. Okay, now that you've envisioned yourself as everything and everywhere and consciously still evolving to meet your image of your mastered self, let's talk about mastering the mind some more. It's important at this juncture to consider refining your thoughts and spoken words to further anchor your intention to support your soul's journey and your conscious alignment with your evolution to higher consciousness. Words can be as weighty as a sledgehammer pounding a reality into formation. Have you ever hammered a nail into a piece of wood and hit it straight on? The nail seems to just cut through the wood like a knife slicing through butter. Now, on the other hand, if you strike a nail a little bit off, the nail might enter the wood a bit, but it might also bend. Now, in manifestation, if the energy is a bit off, the end result of the creation can be off too. And like the misstruck nail, your creation can partially anchor into formation, but some of the aspects of the desired result might be blocked from constructing as you intended. Can you imagine a whole house built with bent, partially hammered-in nails? Wouldn't be very strong structure, would it? Well, words and thoughts can create that same scenario in our creation formations. Actually, it can reflect throughout our entire lives. There are words in everyday vernacular that can fragment the flow of clear, focused creation energy and block the formation and the foundation of our desires and the smooth progression of our sacred path and purpose as well. Now, these words are sometimes used as filler in conversation as well as to describe things. When used positively, these words can actually support a manifestation. But when used with a negative spin, these words can take the foundations and formation components of your choices and reshape them in limiting ways, just like a nail when it's misstruck. Some of these words are, I can't. I'll try. Oh, I hope I can. I wish I could. And other words like this that skew the formation potential of your progression. Even the energy behind the tones used to speak them limiting formation potential. I can't is a focused reaction that will limit or stop the progression of a formation. Try denotes a lack of commitment to the plan. Words like I hope and I wish can hold a formation in limbo because they both hold your project in the planning stage, in the hope stage, the wishing stage, which basically impedes the creation energy from actually forming the reality that you're choosing to create. Making some minor changes in your wording, whether spoken or thought, can make a huge difference in the pace of your progression and in the ease of it, too. So by choosing your words and speaking deliberately, you can foster huge shifts in your progression that will assist you to reach enlightenment even more expediently. Anchoring to your sacred path and purpose is your current focus, so it's paramount that you do focus on the now moment. Living and creating in the now while planning your future will propel your mastery path to the next levels because every choice is based on the next level and the current level that you're aligned with in the now. We're each changing and evolving in every moment. And to hold on to old realities that are limiting and force those scenarios into the formation of our now creations will block personal growth and stagnate the sacred path and purpose that we've aligned with and are basically firmly anchoring to 
This is why words like always, never, and because must really be added to the list of words to be ever watchful of in our thoughts and on our speech. Now, I'm not saying we need to be afraid of words, just mindful of how to use them. Mastering the mind is something every master before us has achieved. It is your destiny to reach a state of awareness that is free of limiting thoughts, and the best place to start is by listening to how you think and how you speak. Now, let's take those words always and never and because and see how they can support your evolution to higher consciousness and how they can be used in a way that will actually impede the smooth progression of it also. Now, if I was to say, I always create exactly what I desire, or I never have a bad day, or I'm happy because everything in my life is peaceful and abundant, always, never, and because can be considered a catalyst for the expedient formation of my desires and a support for the positive realities I'm choosing. But when always, never, and because are used to justify or support the expectation of limitation, they can stagnate one's progression substantially. Like, it always happens. Every time I try, I get stopped somehow. Or I'll never make it because I'm always stopped. Do you see how always, never, and because anchored past limitations to the current reality and set out to justify why something won't work because the past is in the past. And as I mentioned before, dredging negative past events and their limiting definitions into your recipe for the glorious promise of joy and abundance in the now makes no sense. It, it, it makes absolutely zero sense. You're different now. The circumstances in your life can be different if you let them be. The recipe can be different, and when you create free of limiting elements in your recipe, you'll continue to fuel your formations with a focused clarity that can only create the reality you desire. There's an easy plan to follow that will help you to curb and even eliminate limiting thinking from your reality forever. It's so easy that anyone can master the simple rules of this plan. Never think or speak a negative thought. You know, when I was growing up, my mother used to say, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. And to follow that theme, never think or speak the words I or I am with any limiting context aligned with it. The two most powerful defining words in any language are I and I am. These two words drive creation energy to fuel formation faster and more efficiently than any other words, whether spoken or thought. With this understanding, you can see why it's so important to master the mind. And above all else, only follow I or I am with a positive formation energy. I want to give you an example of the eyes. When a person says, I'm so broke, or I can't seem to stop thinking about my problems, or I hate my life, or I'm afraid, or I can't hear the Creator, or I'm never going to find my divine mate, or I have a headache, or I'm starving to death, or I have such bad luck, or I have a bad back, or I'm probably going to have to have surgery, or I'm so dumb, or I'm, I'm looking so old, or I've put on so much weight, or any of these I am's or I's. These are only a few examples, but if I and I am are the two most powerful defining words in any language, then what do you imagine is being fueled by the examples I just gave? 
You know, all of us has used I or I am in a sentence that fostered or fueled a negative outcome. So why not use the Serenity tools to empower the creator to reform those sentences and defining remarks or statements? Now, today we're going to utilize the tools of the premier enlightenment technique of this century, in addition to a new tool that's going to be brought into this dimension, especially for this clearing. And we'll empower the creator and your God self to sweep from your birth clear through your life to this now moment to identify the creation potential of your every use of the master definers, I and I am. Now, any time that you use these words and your use of them had the potential to anchor, support, foster, aid, or assist in the creation of a limiting reality, we're going to empower the creator to mute the master definers, I and I am, and in each instance, change the wording to support mastery profiles and Potentials that will uplift, support, and expedite your evolution to higher consciousness, as well as transform the content of your verbiage to support a master awareness that will free you from the limiting scenarios that were previously in the formation as a result of the previous wording. Now, additionally, we'll use the mastery tools of serenity to uproot and rescript embedded formatting and suppression profiles that have held you at arm's length from your goal of mastery and ascension and have blocked you from the levels of clarity that are necessary for you to fully anchor to the direction that you and your soul are destined to traverse throughout the next sacred junctures of your journey to ascension. Now in this clearing, we're going to empower the creator and the consciousness of your soul to rescript that which has blocked you from anchoring firmly with the sacred path and the purpose that the creator and your soul are committed to completing. And we'll hand this clearing over to the creator allowing fifth realm tools to be employed to reach beyond that which we know to ask for at this time, to unweave the foundations held in place through collective consciousness on this world of duality. Now this gift is a clearing from our most blessed creator and will lift each of us to the next levels of awareness and anchor us fully and completely to the sacred plan and purpose that we share with our soul and also ignite a forward thrust that will surely shift us to a mastery that is our birthright. Now, every facet of this clearing is in alignment with the highest principles of divine truth, divine timing, and divine alignment with you and your purpose. So if you're listening to this broadcast while driving, please wait for another time to implement the following steps when you're able to close your eyes. But to receive the clearing now, simply close your eyes and imagine a screen projected before you. After actuating the mastery profiles on the screen will complete in an instant. Now, to activate this clearing, silently ask the Creator if it's in divine alignment for the Creator to implement this profile for you. And then pause for a moment to feel, sense, know, hear, or see an answer. And when you receive a confirmation from the Creator, think or say the word yes, and the transformation will be complete. Feel the shifts in your energy as the brambles and cobwebs clear. And notice how blessedly grounded you are at this moment. And now, think the trigger to activate ancient breathing. Just think ancient breathing. And begin to stretch your sacred breath out from your heart chakra, encompassing this world and then beyond Gaia, out into the all and the everything. Retract your sacred breath now as if it was attached to an expanded elastic field. And as you restore your breath to that sacred space within your heart, feel your alliance with the soul. 
and its sacred breath. Now intentionally breathe out again, expecting to link with the soul's sacred breath and allow your energy to expand with that of the soul. And as you both dance through the universes, continue to feel your love expand with every breath. And as you do, know that you are anchored to the sacred path and purpose that you aligned with the soul and that you are a master that is evolving to the next and the next levels of higher consciousness that are leading to the ultimate goal of ascension and the journey across the bridge of light into the fifth realm where you will enjoy the next thousand years in peace as you align with your glorious perfection. Now the steps leading to that goal and the mastery that is already yours lay between your now moment and the screen that your eye focuses on through the telescope. That's your only reality. Everything else is just a succession of steps leading to that realization. On that journey, master your mind. Create with focused, conscious creation thoughts and words that are in alignment with your truth. If you'd like to have another eye on the screen and some assistance moving barriers out of the way with some further clearing, that's more on a personalized basis more aligned with your specific issues, I'll be honored to assist you. To schedule an appointment with me, you can dial 208-938-2722 or you can go on our website at www.serenityvibrationhealing.com to select one of the masterful certified practitioners listed there. And while you're on the site, you can review the list of our upcoming classes And if you weren't able to participate in the ancient breathing portion of this telecast, you can purchase the ancient breathing instructional CD on our online store. And now, I'd like to end this telecast with my sincere and heartfelt thanks to each of you. It is such an honor for me to have this opportunity to be the messenger of these blessed tools of serenity and to be able to assist you in your glorious progression to mastery. You know, we're all a family of souls darting in and out of one another's lives, and I'm so happy that you've come into mine. Now, our upcoming telecast will feature the remaining two segments in our Enlightenment series, which are Activating Your Innate Gifts and Enhancing Your Innate Gifts. And this will be followed by our telecast that will delve into the topics of random inner dialogue. And then we're going to begin our eight-part series on abundance, which will span over 16 weeks and be channeled from the Creator to liberate you from layer upon layer of embedded formatting that's held you from an abundance of love, health, vitality, honoring relationships, and more money than you can spend in 10 lifetimes. I hope you'll join us for those. Namaste.